Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boy, when I signed up to work with you, I didn't expect to be doing all this traveling. I just may go on strike. But I don't know if I can because I'm just a rubber chicken. Well, you can strike if you want to. I mean, I understand that. But not today because we got to get on with the Rantcast 69 entitled Fuck the Cold. I'm done with it. Okay? Seriously done with it. Son of a bitch. And there's still more of this fucking February going on, isn't there? And then it'll be March. Is it going to get warmer? We don't know. We have no idea. We have no clue. It could be another bomb cyclone or a cyclone bomb or whatever the fuck they want to call it. And stop naming snowstorms after the fucking... Don't give them names, okay? Bullshit. Hurricanes get names. It's a snowstorm, asshole. And, and how much does it have to be before it gets a name? What? Huh? Did you, did you, did, where are those rules? And how come nobody told us about them? And how come it just happens? What's this one, the last one called Kevin or Keith or Karma? What is it? Aha, karma. Pretty good, eh? Well, fuck it. Unbelievable. I was lucky I wasn't in New York. I don't know what I would have lost my goddamn grip. I'm as it was, we were, I was, it was, it's just been, here it is, it's frosty, frosty. And then today, uh, uh, it's, I've been lucky enough that, uh, it's going to be like in the 60s, and I'm moving to an undisclosed location, and I'm not going to tell you where it is, okay? Because uh, because otherwise, the rubber chicken might try to escape. No, I'm, I can't be talking. I've just got to keep, we keep, but I can't allow him to have any sense of where we are, all right? Shut the fuck up, okie doke. So what I'm going to do now is uh, when... Uh, 
we was when we started when we was what the fuck kind of english is that when we were um uh, at, uh in salina and just began the getting in the first ranch there were there were three in particular that i wanted to to read and it didn't work into the mix and i thought of adam in today and we'll start with those and uh and then we'll roll into uh the uh the rants that we have from uh williamsport but these uh just uh, they, they, they kind of work in their own fashion. I think you'll see why. This is from Mora. Hi, Lou. Love you, but love your mom more. I can understand that. I'm a teacher, and I'm so fucking sick of people who aren't teachers thinking they know how to do our jobs. Fuck banning books in Texas. Fuck Glenn Youngkin and his tattletale hotline in Virginia. Fuck the Indiana legislature for suggesting that parents make up the majority on a committee to decide school curriculum. I'm tired. Teachers are fucking tired. Did you know we are in a pandemic too? I'm constantly playing a game of Frogger, avoiding co-workers and teachers who have the virus. I wear a mask eight plus hours a day while speaking to kids all day. And other people can't wear it for 20 minutes at the grocery store? Spare me. I spit into a tube multiple times a week getting tested just so I don't have a panic attack that the tickle in my throat is possibly COVID. And I don't have to call in sick. Not that we have substitute teachers these days anyway. I am tired. Teachers are tired. Wow, that was good, Maura. Uh, and there'll be more, I'm sure. You know, there'll be, there's critical race theory. That's kind of what Glenn Youngkin was talking about. It's the Tattletale Hotline, for those of you who don't know, the Virginia's, for those who were discussing <laughs> uh, racism in their classrooms, you know, that it, 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 at times <laughs> the country was racist. That, uh, and if that occurs, that the, um, the good people of Virginia should call in, like, uh, like kind of like oh uh, uh, well uh russia <laughs> all right well i don't blame you more and boy i get that tickle in the throat i'm doing i'm i get them multiple times i'm like i'm i'm rapid testing my rapid test i'm rapid testing my rapid test thank you for that um here's one that just really uh I think needed needed to be be be, be, uh, be put together. This is from Jack Anglum. Uh, thank you for the public service you provide, giving people an outlet to vent their frustrations in a healthy way. I would like to do my own little public service here. Many of us remember the horrific riot of clowns at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. It was fucking appalling see what those middle-aged, grievance-stricken motherfucking assholes did because they didn't have enough intelligence to realize their dear cult leader was fucking lying to them. He lost. He lost and can't accept it. It's that simple. Anyway, I remember how upset some of the intelligentsia were to see a Confederate battle flag being waved around the halls of the Capitol. I was too. But there's something that should make people more upset. Did you know there's a statue of Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy, sitting in the Capitol? Because he was elected by the people of Mississippi to the Senate before the war. What the 
actual fuck? He's right there in Statuary Hall, staring across the room at Rosa Parks. A modest stroll outside the doors of the House of Representatives. It gets better. The vice president of the Confederacy, Alexander H. Stevens, is a few steps away. Really? Fucking really? Did we the people put these up to make the losers of the Civil War feel better? Assuage, I love saying that, their hurt feelings? Hmm? Fuck that. It really pisses me off. What other place in the world lets the losers celebrate the home of the winners? Fuck. Are we celebrating the losers now? The U.S. Capitol is a beautiful building. Walk through that dome and it's hard not to feel something. Even if you're as charred and cynical as me, but personally, I feel like the space is trashed up with a statue after statue of many fucknuts no one cares about anymore. Marquette, armed with his crucifix and rosary, celebrated as the discoverer of the Mississippi River. Anyone share that with all the Native Americans who've been using the river? I don't know, forever? What the fuck is Thomas Edison doing there? He's got his own fucking museum, I'm sure. Martin Luther King, he didn't even earn a full body statue. He's a bust next to a T-Rex size Eisenhower. This is all fuck bullshit. Who cares about this anyway? I don't or shouldn't. Who does care? I guess it's the same kind of ego bruised assholes who support the Capitol rioters in the House and Senate. I thought I heard someone say, we deserve the leaders we get. Now, if that's the case, we are truly fucked and don't deserve to live with the aspirations set forth in the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, and Bill of Rights. I worry for my children and our future. There's a virus loose in this country, and I'm not talking about fucking COVID. Thank you for listening. Well, that catches you up with what's going on. Now, for those who never get to visit the Capitol, hmm? This will be the last, um, the last <laughs> new rant I read, um, and it's. It, I'm sure many of you wished you'd written this. It's an open letter to five of my sixteen cousins. You know who you are. I've just had it, had it with the lot of you mouth-breathing, internet research-doing smug cousins who think your thirty minutes on the internet lets you speak confidently about things the best scientists in the world still find unanswerable and daunting. Shut the fuck up! I agree that we need to be more self-reliant and we should try to figure out things for ourselves. But those things are like whether I can swap Splenda for sugar in a cookie recipe, not how spike proteins replicate in the human body, for fuck's sake. Face it, Ralph. Until March 2020, if you heard the word protein, you immediately thought, Ooh, I'm kind of hungry for a cheese stick. Stop talking about the fucking spike proteins. You sound stupid. And Kevin, you might not have a formal education, but you've done a killer job at that farm. And I respect your practical knowledge of how plants grow. This does not make you a virologist, however. And hearing you talk about ivermectin makes me want to strangle you. Imagine we were all out in the field looking at your soybeans, and I said, hey, Kev, you know that nitrogen fertilizer you've been using? Instead, you really ought to try vomit. Oh, that's exactly how stupid you sound to me. <laughs>
Kenner. Jesus may forget your sins, but I still remember when you paid other kids to write your college paper. So just shut the fuck up already. I'm mostly glad you lived through a couple of it. But it wasn't because your congregation prayed hard enough. It's because a doctor gave you expensive monoclonal antibodies. Be sure and thank Jesus for the doctors that did that. I almost didn't include you on the list, Caroline, because you're really just a second cousin. <laughs> because you're a little weak and gullible. You're also not even 50 and look like your mother's twin. Please, please just get vaccinated for the love of God. Drop a dime for a good haircut. Finally to Mike, the New York Times, that commie paper, wanted to do another tired story on America's forgotten man. You'd be emailing selfies stat, wouldn't you? I'm actually in awe that you built a whole brand about being a victim of anything from car from foreign car manufacturers to school teachers to black guys who became president. But I need a favor now. Get the jab or give us a short, much needed break from your constant mewling about not having the life you would dream. I promise. As soon as we get through this, you can go right back to blaming the coastal elites for the time your sport boat got repossessed. Deal? Wow. That was just terrific, huh? Those were quite nice. I really enjoyed reading those. And uh, once again, thank you for sending them in. And uh, I, hope, I hope that helped clear out some chakras uh-huh yeah yes but that is really what this is about i'm not uh, certainly don't consider myself to be a healer but who knows could be my you know after you know every mid-70s that could be the next thing come see lewis for a quick chakra healing we're just going to clear that one of the two of those chakras out come back next week um so we're going to roll into uh today um an extraordinary uh <laughs> Uh, well, first, we're coming to Des Moines. I'm going to repeat this. Get in your get on February 10th. We're coming to um, uh, uh, Madison on February 11th. And February 12th, we're going to be in Minneapolis. I'm just reiterating this. Uh, I'm sure there's still tickets. Please get them. If not, uh, that's, that's really good. You can still watch the live feeds that will be going out and be able to catch it here on, uh, you know, the... Uh, the, if you can't catch it there, you can be able to hear it on, on the, the, the Rancast. And uh, and you may be able to hear your own, because if you live in those areas, get me what it is that is pissing you off, either about where you're living or about what's going on, and I will do my best to read where, where wherever I am about what comes from that area, because that's really what this show's about. It's an audience-driven show. It's written uh, for the audience, by the audience. And... Uh, and I'm uh, always pleased to be, as I did uh, just now, read these. It's just really too much fun. It's too much fun, and the writing gets who you muling. She used the word muling, huh? Wow, just there's it's special. So today we're uh, we're going into uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where I believe the I'm not sure the blizzard hit last week, but boy oh boy, um, it is where the Little League World Series takes place. And, is, is, and, but what really we stumbled on there, and I've mentioned it before, is the clothier. A, a great, great.
great men's store. I mean, great. Um, really well-priced, not fucking around. A, a, a wide variety of clothing. Uh, Francis, who runs it, is, uh, is literally uh, brilliant in terms of uh, uh, he, uh, his love for, for clothes and uh, his joy of, say, of selling them. And not in a, in a uh, pushy kind of a way, just I got this, I got this, I got this. And how excited he gets. It's well worth your time. If you live, if you live in two hours, seriously, in a two-hour circle from, from there, you need to get yourself a suit or a sport coat or some shirts or a sweater, uh, some shoes. Get down there. And I'm not kidding. And I should probably be doing an ad for it. Okay? And that's what I am doing. And that's what makes going to Williamsport one of the great joys, uh, that, that, the, the great discovery when John Bowman walked in there and, and called me and said, get your ass down here. And uh, I stay in touch with them and uh, continue to, to get, uh, you know, to get to see them whenever I can. Um, and that's where we're headed, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. I think you'll enjoy the trip. Um, and thanks for hanging in. The, the rubber chicken, may, this may be his last show. I'm not, uh, he goes on strike, that's the way it is. I don't know what else he thinks he's going to do, lying around in a box. Not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. But uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you again next week. And I uh, hope you enjoy the show as much as I did. I hope that, uh, I hope these, uh, these rants, uh, I think you'll, I think you'll get a kick out of them. I sure hope so. It's always a pleasure. Take care of each other. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot we are coming to you from Williamsport, Pennsylvania, at the Community Arts Center Theater there, and it's a pleasure for us to be back here. For those of you who have not been to Williamsport, it is the home of the Little League World Series, and uh, it is also the home of one of my play favorite places to shop. Uh, and it really is. It's the home. One of the great things when I first came here was to discover a place that, uh, that you, if you don't go there, you're crazy if you're a guy, and it's called the Clothier. My, my friend... Francis and his family run a, 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 a wonderful business there, and it is truly one of the great clothing stores in America. I mean, I, I'm kind of uh, 
big on clothes because I have to be conscious of it because I appear on television. <laughs> so and he really is. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure. So I was uh, really thrilled to be able to get back here today. And everything I'm wearing comes from the clothier today. And I, and, and I paid for it. It wasn't like, hey, Lewis, I'm going to give you this, wear it on stage, and it won't cost you any money. We don't fuck around. We have a really good relationship. Because I want him to be here the next time. But seriously, it's, it's, it's always good to be back here. The Little League World Series is here. I never made it to the Little League World Series. And I actually, uh, I had, uh, I did something in Little League that I don't believe has, has been accomplished in a game by very, very many kids. I used to play uh, shortstop and third base, but due to a game that we were losing like 107 to 1, back when you could lose games. Back when we didn't give a shit about how we were getting pummeled because the joy was being beaten to death. And they brought me in finally. I was like the eighth pitcher and I was never pitched much. And uh, I threw two, two balls in the dirt and then I fired one over the backstop. It was 25 feet on the fly over the backstop. And, and, and the, the side basically said they would just all pretend that they struck out and we, the game ended. That's, that a fucking, that's my, my heroic moment in baseball. Um, I'm going to go straight to this because uh, I will say that we got a ton of, uh, if, if I didn't get to yours, it's because uh, you guys, a bunch of you wrote in uh, long form, uh, but you wrote in rants, and that's really terrific, and we really, I really appreciate it. Uh, this is, uh, the short ones are coming up. This is Lynn Osha. Uh, this is very nice, Lynn. Uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania is a very inert place to live. Culturally bereft, unless you like big trucks hunting and fishing. <laughs> Shopping sucks. Not true. No, not true. Maybe, maybe you should wear men's clothing. <laughs> Restaurants suck. Life here sucks. Well, I told you, you get a cow, you're out of here in 20 minutes. I don't have the name here. Rick Lloyd, hate being at a show where you're pinned in your seat and can barely move because of the fucking fat ass who sat next to you. Uh, Lycoming College's, uh, this is Ari Breen, Lycoming College's cafeteria food is some of the nastiest stuff I've ever eaten. They have a roadkill day where they try to feed us rabbit and turtle soup. I swear to God, I've spent more money off campus than on, and I have to pay $1,500 just for a meal plan. Oh, boy. Oh, that's rabbit, and they don't do that. But they probably do. It's just amazing. They'll do anything. Okay, Jonathan Corlitz. Uh, what is with Williamsport, Williamsport, I'm sorry, having two parades for the Little League World Series? There's one at the start, and a second... Williamsport welcomes the world during the final weekend. <sighs> Hasn't the world been here since the beginning like the rest of us? <laughs> this is Dale, 
uh, Sittler. Uh, everyone loves the Little League World Series, but for two weeks every year, I need to change my commute due to the traffic. Then, God forbid, you want to go to the restaurant while it's going on. I get the added revenue, but it inconveniences me. Then they put statues in the square to celebrate the Little League. Then every six months, some drunk asshole steals the bat from the statue. <laughs> Then, <laughs> I, get it's a, I, I get it if it's a college kid, but the last time it was a 38-year-old. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is why I read it. The high school mascot is the millionaires. I, I, guys. And the, the reason it's the millionaires, folks, who are watching is because back in the 1800s, the lumber industry was, was really big here and actually... Um, Williamsport apparently had the most millionaires in America, and they lived on this street right out here. And now all of the mansions are eight-unit low-income apartments. <laughs> the only people making money are the drug dealers. So, so if they actually have a high school, then their fucking mascot is a millionaire. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should invite Michael Bloomberg to come for homecoming. <laughs> Who the fuck names him fucking... What kind of a fucking mascot is that? It's a millionaire. Boy, here's, boy, here's the millionaire. What? And he's like, somebody walks around in a top hat at halftime? What the fuck? Really? All right, thank you. That's got to be stopped. You got to find an animal or some shit. <laughs> We're stuck in the middle of nowhere, equidistant from Philly, New York City, and Pittsburgh, about four hours from each. At least we get some acts through the Community Arts Center, but it's usually an off, 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 off Broadway production of Cats. <laughs> this is the reason, with, with a 400-pound guy in tights playing Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> you can't unsee that. Going on, Diana Miller, Donald Trump claims he once punched his music teacher in the face. As a music teacher, I would have to agree with him. The pain of a broken nose or fractured skull would be a welcome distraction from the shit show that is his existence. <laughs> once again, I will repeat, as I say every time that I read something like that. I read it because it was a music teacher, which I thought, the, the, when you erase a music teacher to violence, holy fuck. And I also read it because, son of a bitch, just send in what it is you like. That's all. Just send it in. I will read it. I never get anything. I get, you know, I like the hat. I think the hat's really great. I'm so tired, says Nate Miller, of not being able to stay in bed when I sleep. I sleepwalk all the time and eat all my damn snacks. I never get to enjoy them. I woke up and apparently had eaten a whole tube of Pringles. I used to do that. I used to do that all the time. My mother was one of the, the worst cooks in the history of the world. My mother, actually, when you were talking about like combing in the cafeteria there, my mother was the only mother who prepared me to eat industrial cooking. <laughs> and so I would wake up uh, after everybody gone to sleep like every two or three hours and go whatever the fuck I could get my hands on. Potato chips, cookies, fuck, enough, every two hours to eat stuff. But it's too bad that you, uh, you're sleepwalking. Try to wake up and enjoy those Pringles. They're also, 
if you missed eating Pringles, it's not like you missed anything. They're, they're, they're fucking shit, okay? That's why, God, there's 12 billion types of potato chips out there. There's a whole realm of potato chip. There is literally a potato chip fucking festival occurring around you. Ditch the Pringles. God damn, they come in a goddamn tube. Tennis balls come in a tube. This is, this is Andrew Rowan. I'll be at the Williamsport show. Flying in and out of Williamsport is a fucking bitch. I had to leave town and head to Charleston for Thanksgiving. The only easy way to get there is to have a connecting flight from Williamsport to Philadelphia and then again to Charleston. I really didn't know you guys had an airport. I'm, I'm glad now, when I read this, I'm glad I didn't know. The airport itself looks nice, but that's where the ruse starts. The airport is small with only one terminal, so only two planes at most fly out of Williamsport a day. And I was the dumbass to choose the afternoon flight instead of the morning flight. And so after I get through TSA, which I won't even begin to fucking talk about, I sit in the terminal and wait for my flight. As I'm sitting at the terminal, I see it's getting closer and closer to the time I'm supposed to board the plane. But there's no plane on the runway. That's odd, I wondered. I look at the announcement board, and lo and behold, the plight has been delayed an hour and a half due to snow conditions. Fuck me. My flight from Philly is in two hours. I spend 250 fucking dollars to get another flight to Charleston for a little later in the day so I can meet my family in time. So I wait the extra hour and a half, and ping on the announcement board catches my attention. Flight canceled. Son of a bitch. I have to get to Philly for my flight, so what do I do? I go to the bus station. <laughs> Spend another 50 bucks for a five and a half hour bus ride to Philly. The chair on the bus is worse than the fucking coach seats on an airplane. This will be fun. I can make it to Philly and still catch my flight to Charleston. All will be well except the bus fucking breaks down two hours in. So we have to wait an extra two hours for a replacement bus to pick us up. I try to change my flight to the next day, but the lady on the phone said she couldn't do that for me. Fucking American Airlines. So I shell out another $250 to buy a ticket for a flight the next day. I finally get to Philly and Charleston and spend the rest of my week away from the fucking snow. And after my week in Charleston, I fly back to Philadelphia, only to see snow is falling again. Fuck me sideways. I checked the announcement, and my flight to Williamsport is canceled again. This is the fourth fucking time this has happened. I would say, don't fly out of here. The bus breaking down is spectacular. God. Whew. This is Rick Erdman. I work in a factory. Uh, during the overnights and some mornings as the shift draws to an end, I start to feel a sense of anger building inside me. Sure, there are a lot of positive things about mornings. It's the end of my work day, the crisp country air, the beautiful sunrise, and as the weather starts to get warmer, the birds chirping. The thing that chaps my ass is when some of the pricks on the day shift start showing up and giving their two cents, especially after a difficult night. A few of these jackasses come in with this superior attitude, as if they're something special, simply because they're on the first shift. Holy fuck. <laughs> Listen, fuck nut, you are not part of management, just a worker bee like the rest of us, so don't even think about giving me any shit, especially if we spent the first part of our shift fixing your screw-ups. 
I know for a fact that when they have problems, like an engineering issue or a machine breaks down, they simply make a call and someone comes and fixes it for them. You know what happens if we would try to do that? Jack shit! On third shift, we don't have engineers, technical support, or a fully staffed maintenance department to call. If something is wrong, we're pretty much on our own to figure it out. We do the best that we can with what we have. Don't get me wrong, I like my job, and most of the people are really great. It's just a handful of fuckers that act like this, and when they do, it takes everything I have to keep from shoving a two-by-four so up their farther ass that they'd be shitting toothpicks for a week. These are really, I, these are, I, you know what I like about this? This is what, these are the things you, you, I just think are important in terms of people need to get this shit off their chest. <laughs> and and I, I will tell you, I'm getting so many, more and more and more as we do this, I've got so much stuff that eventually, if you keep, if you follow us on YouTube, um, I'm going to just start doing a bunch of these on the bus, because we got some that, today, too, that, uh, that I'll just start reading stuff, because people, people have some stuff to get off their chest that's just spectacular. And I really try to keep it. All of this was written, by the, by the way, by the folks at Williamsport, so I want to thank you for that. Or the folks who came, to, or the, and the folks who came to the show or live around here. This is Brett Miller. Google Maps, what a fucking joke. I hate Google Maps. I fucking detest Google Maps. I've been in, I've been, I don't drive anymore, but I sit in the car and they put on that Google Maps thing, and I go, don't, 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 don't use Google Maps! <laughs> we trust technology so goddamn much too much. We live an hour away from this theater tonight, and while I have not visited this theater, I know how to get to Williamsport. But I let the doubt creep into my mind. After all, I couldn't possibly let my wife think I could actually be lost. So 15 minutes into our trip, I launched the Google Maps app, and suddenly, Google Maps apparently knows a shortcut. <laughs> I couldn't possibly doubt the all-knowing Google, so now we're getting off the road that I know would get us here, a nice straight road, without peril or fear. The type of road we all dream of, really. But again, I told myself, maybe the phone knows better than me. So now we're on a road that has a single yellow light. This can't be good. And now we're passing Amish buggies. Nope. Now, now we're now in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. Light is dwindling, and so too is my hope that we're going to make it. My wife now turns to me and says, maybe we shouldn't trust Google Maps. Well, it's too fucking late now. By some miracle of science, we arrived at our destination. But what the fuck? If I just followed my own knowledge of the roads and area, I could have easily beat the phone and been so much happier. As a millennial, I realized just how screwed we truly are as we place so much faith in these apps to help us when all they do is just fuck us in the ass. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing after the show? Not using Google Maps to get home unless I want to feel hopelessly lost again in the woods. And I leave you with this. This is from Layla Robbins. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Black. My husband and I are on our way to your show tonight. We're staying at a hotel in Williamsport, and it's our first time away without the kids in damn near 17 years. 
I remind my 17-year-old daughter this morning that her dad and I are going away, and she freaks the fuck out. I mean, turns into a complete crying asshole. She's fucking 17! The kid should be ecstatic that she has the house to herself, but no, instead she's in my bedroom pitching a total fucking fit that we're leaving and having a nice evening to ourselves. Now I'm totally disgusted with her. Her dad and I do everything with her and her brother and mine. She's put me in a total shit mood. After my own mild freak out on her, she finally tells me which particular bug has decided to make its way up her ass and raise a family there. She yells through tears, mind you, you and dad are gonna have sex and it's so disgusting. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really know if I, if uh, I do this, and I don't know if the people who watch it, or the audience that comes, or the people who I, I feel like I enjoy this at moments more than anybody who's involved. <laughs> that was, you and dad are gonna have sex, and it's so disgusting. Wow, to hear your daughter say it. Wowie, wow, wow. I mean, that's a thought kids have. They don't, wow. <laughs> Then she says, I have nightmares about it. <laughs> Lewis, what the fuck? I told her that it was none of her fucking business and asked her how she thinks she got here. <laughs> Apparently her dad and I traumatized her when she could hear us through the wall while we were on vacation two years ago. And ever since then, she's been the biggest cock blocker I've ever met. <laughs> Every time she gets a little suspicious that something might happen between her dad and I, she won't let us alone to make sure to interrupt the moment. Frequently! What the hell am I going to do? Any advice you have for me would be great. No, thanks for your time. No, no, thanks for your time. My, my advice is um, she's got a place to live now. You don't have to go home. <laughs> this is, I read something like this, because every so often I, I have that moment where I go, did I make a mistake not having children? And then I read this. Because everybody, everybody that I work with, my entire staff of people that I work with, every one of them has kids, and they talk about their kids and show pictures to their kids. You know, and I have, I have no children. Uh, and... Uh, and I think, oh, how sad. And, and tonight, tonight you've made me feel great. <laughs> Thank you, Williamsport. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy. 
or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Aha, Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.